Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our Ohio State football lightning round headlines. We are coming to you from the NFL Combine this week. Doug Maurice and Nathan Baird from Cleveland.com. Make sure you listen to the whole podcast. It's long. It's exciting. Uh, it's varied. You can find that every week wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Buckeye Talk. Make sure you get subscribed. Hey, be a tech subscriber too. How about that 14-day free trial? $3.99 a month, and we are making it easier than ever to be part of this. It's how you get involved with the podcast. You can just text a number to get started now. It's 614-350-3315. You can become a tech subscriber for our Ohio State coverage, a friend of the podcast. Join us on Buckeye Talk from Cleveland.com because we do that big podcast, and, of course, we bring you these five headlines every week about what's going on with Ohio State football. Ryan Day is making some money, Doug Lamarice and Nathan Baird. Um, things are being finalized, but Ryan Day got a contract extension after his first year as Ohio State's head coach, and he also has a bump in pay coming down the road. How significant is this, Nathan? Well, I think it's significant in what it tells us about Ohio State's commitment to Ryan Day. You know, being just a second-year head coach, yes, he had a lot of success in his first year. Yes, things are going well from um, a recruiting standpoint. But it's a lot to push a, a second year, first time head coach into kind of the, the stratosphere as far as, um, you know, college football coaching salaries. There were only four guys in the country who earned $7.5 million or more last year. And that's where he's going to be in just a couple of years. So it's, it's kind of Ohio State putting its, its money where its mouth is as far as wanting to keep Ryan Day in Columbus long term. He signed a five-year deal when he took over for Urban Meyer, made about $4.5 million last year. Um, now with this renegotiation and the extension, he's going to make about $5.4 million in 2020, and then he'll bump to 6.5 and then 7.5 after that. So again, he is now in a situation where he has seven years on this deal. He started off with five. He's coached one. He added three. This is Ohio State's commitment monetarily and with the length of this contract to Ryan Day. We'll have more details about the contract um, as it becomes finalized in front of the Board of Trustees. Make sure you check out cleveland.com slash OSU for more information about the contract status of Ryan Day. Ohio State spring football is almost here. Next week, the Buckeyes will start spring drills. Then they take a, a break for uh, for spring break for a week, and then they continue after that. Um, Fifteen practices in all. The final one, the spring game in the middle of April. Um, it was not that long ago, Nathan, that Ohio State was finishing its season um, with a loss to Clemson in the playoff semifinal on December 28th. We're back for the start of spring football. How eager do you think Ohio State fans should be to see what 
is going to happen in spring football. There's a lot back on offense, but there's a lot of new faces who are going to be playing a lot of snaps on defense. I think it's it's an interesting combination of both because I think there's a lot to anticipate about this team. You look at this and just based on paper, they should be one of the most prolific offenses in the country. But as you say, even on offense, there are some some spots that are intriguing. Who's gonna who's gonna fill those spots? Um, some guys that have been prospects for a while that have been kind of lingering behind are they finally going to step up and and take the, the their spot at the front of the depth chart um and but especially on defense i think there's some huge holes to fill whether it's defensive line whether it's a secondary and i think a lot of fans and media people as well are really intrigued as to how these coaches are going to line people up you know i don't think the spring tells you everything i don't think the first day of the spring certainly tells you everything but it does give you an indication where some guys sit right now in far, as far as the esteem of this coaching staff, which helps determine whether they really have an immediate future with this program. Ohio State will start spring football drills on Monday, March 2nd, and we will have coverage of everything happening with spring football at cleveland.com slash OSU. Ohio State players taking part in the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, Doug Maurice and Nathan Baird here in Indy. As part of the, the workouts and everything else they do here, they meet with the media and running back J.K. Dobbins one of the Buckeyes who talked with reporters, and he revealed just how serious his injury was in the national semifinal loss against Clemson. Nathan, you talked with J.K. Dobbins. What did you maybe learn about that injury? That that uh, I don't know if we knew exactly how serious it was, and it's still affecting him here at the Combine. He referred to it as a significant high ankle sprain. I think the thing that tells you the most about it, though, is the fact that here we are two months later, and he's saying he's not at 100%, and it may prevent him from going through the position drills on Friday when the running backs work out here at the Combine. It tells you something about what he had to go through that night in Arizona, too. I mean, he he was in and out of that game and finally came back in and was able to stay. They got it taped up and uh, gave him enough support to, to stay on the field. But it was obviously in a lot of pain, and you know it was kind of a, an unselfish moment and um, part of his legacy now. I mean, he obviously had done a lot of things in his three years, and especially this junior season was was really impressive. But I think that is something that maybe will resonate with Ohio State fans a little bit, that it was unfortunate that he got hurt, but he came in and and tried his best to you know push them across the line. And in the end, he kind of thought, you know, if I was healthy, I think we would have won that game. I mean, yeah. that, that's how significant, um, even though he came back, he wasn't quite himself, and they certainly missed him while he was out. So Ohio State in spring football, they're going to have to find a replacement for J.K. Dobbins, but his last game at a Buckeye still lingering with him as he gets ready to enter the NFL draft. Uh, make sure you continue to read cleveland.com slash OSU. Listen to our Buckeye Talk podcast for everything you want to know about Ohio State football. Nathan Baird and Doug Lamarice. Nathan, this might seem like a silly thing to Ohio State football fans, but it is a big deal when guys change their numbers. This is that time of year when the new roster comes out. We get some new weights on some guys. Hey, who's bulked up a little bit? Who's lost some weight? Um, a lot of the incoming freshmen, and there's a lot of high-profile freshmen with the Buckeyes this year. They got their numbers, but a couple guys changed their numbers. One of them that, that you mentioned, they, this has kind of been in the works for a while, When Ohio State has a guy whose name is seven, he finally is number seven. Cornerback Seven Banks making his number dream come true. This is one of my favorite um, storylines of the offseason was we had talked to him about this last year. How weird is it that your name is seven? You don't get to wear number seven. And it was because Taraja Mitchell had committed before him. So he was first in line to get to pick his number. And he picked seven because that was the number he wanted. And you can't have two guys on defense that wear the same number because they can't be on the field at the same time. so he said at the time, Seven Banks said at the time, that there was some kind of a a 
there was someone, something was being brokered behind the scenes to, to get that number away from Faraja Mitchell. And apparently it happened because Mitchell is moving to, I think it's number three and that opened up number seven, four, seven. One of the other interesting number switches, Chris Olave, a uh, great year as a sophomore receiver last season, but of course the, the broken off route at the end of the game against Clemson that led to the game clinching interception for Clemson, um, a play he'll never forget. Um, Really hard for him, I think, to get over it. But sometimes these little psychological things, he seemed pretty fired up. He's changing from number 17 to number two. He's even got this new nickname worked out. His name's Chris Olave. He's wearing number two. He's now CO2. That's a science thing. But uh, like, I think the, the rebound of Chris Olave is going to be an, a, a big storyline of this season. He's a really good player who had a really tough moment. And sometimes a little thing like a number change can help a guy flip the switch and turn the page, and I think Chris Olave is trying to do that. I think it's important, too, because as much as we talk about all this young talent in this group, he's going to be a junior this year and is going to kind of be the de facto leader of that group. We still know C.J. Saunders could be around as a sixth-year guy, but may or may not be on the field that much. And I think people are – the rest of the guys in that room look at Chris Olave to kind of set the tone, and I think it's important he has is ready to go for 2020 in a, a good mindset. Make sure you listen to Buckeye Talk, the podcast from Cleveland.com, and read us every day at cleveland.com slash OSU. Here at the NFL Combine with your Ohio State football coverage from Cleveland.com, Doug Maurice along with Nathan Baird, 11 Buckeyes taking part in the Combine. Just kind of like mm-hmm. another reminder, Nathan, of what Ohio State football is all about. They They are always at this level. LSU, the national champion, has more players here right now, but this is this was a peak. You could tell for LSU. This is kind of what Ohio State does, but it's easy to take for granted sometimes. But 11 dudes at the Combine is a lot. No, I think it, it, it encompasses pretty much every position on the field except quarterback. I think this year there's you know somebody from – and I guess maybe no linebackers either. But just about no, every – There's a linebacker. Malik Harrison oh, is, is here. That's right. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty <coughs> much it's, – it's, it's everybody. It touches the, the entire field in some way. You know, last year they brought three receivers here. They were kind of talk of the town. And those guys go off to the NFL, and now they bring in three more receivers this year. But then let's not forget, they've got this whole crew of receivers back in Columbus that people are really excited about. Just those sort of things do remind you the way that this program sustains its success by just continually churning these kind of elite talents through the program. And one of the things that is a draw for Ohio State in recruiting is that they send guys to the NFL. So the minute you stop sending guys to the NFL, you'll see the results on the other end. You'll see recruits not coming here as often. So this is, of course, it's about these guys taking advantage of opportunities and taking the next step in their lives. But Ohio State is very aware of promoting the fact that, hey, we've got 11 guys here. This is what we do every year, and this is what it is. to. This is part of being an Ohio State Buckeye. Make sure you are listening to Buckeye Talk from Cleveland.com. Make sure you are reading us. Every day, Ohio State football coverage at cleveland.com slash OSU.